the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. Okay, I, uh, oh, hey, by the way, let me, uh, let me check if we've had any other calls or online gifts. Um, let me see. Hang on, hang on for uh, hope for the world. Nope. Uh, Maria and Jean, God bless you. We have exceeded our goal by $150. God bless you. Uh, can we go further? I think we can. Here's the number for hope for the world. This is for the uh, in-residence teen center called the Hope Center in Albania. 877-815-4389. 877-815-4389. Or, of course, you can give online at thewordcolumbus.com, thewordcolumbus.com. Simply click on Hope for the World. Be great if we can go a little further, but that's up to you. Uh, You do what God tells you to do. All right, I know this is controversial, but it's true. There is no such thing as an online church. It doesn't exist. There may be a church that streams online, In fact, many, maybe most do today, and that's fine. I've said it over and over and over again. If you are incapacitated, if you're handicapped, if there's no way you can get out to church on Sunday, I am grateful for online streaming. But if you can be there, that's where you should be. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. If you can be there, you should be there. Now, let me repeat. There is no such thing as an online church. Why? Because most of the things that a church is supposed to do cannot be done online. It's impossible. Like I said, there may be churches that are online, but there are no such thing as an online church. But here's what we're seeing a trend. Somebody is pastor of a big megachurch. They get in trouble of some kind or another, and they are forced to resign, or maybe they're even fired. They go away for a little while, and in a few months or maybe one or two years, they come back and they start a new online church. James McDonald did it, and it pains me to say anything critical of James McDonald. I was such a huge supporter of James McDonald. We had him here in Columbus three, 
different times. One of the great Bible teachers of the last couple of generations. But he messed up. He did. And he may go to jail for attacking a woman, beating a woman up, and he's claiming PTSD. Really? He's claiming PTSD? Yeah, because some online reporter was mean to him. No, no, seriously, that's what he's saying. Some lady by the name of Julie Royce has an online website, and she's been she's been she's been brutal with James McDonald. There's no doubt about that. But put on your big boy pants. You can take it. PTSD because you've been attacked online. Are you kidding me? Hey, listen, I know a little bit about being attacked online. Happens to me all the time. And so he starts an online church and encourages people not to go to their local church, but to listen to him on TV or online. No, no, no. Here's the latest. Brian Houston, founder of Hillsong Church. Yeah, two years ago, or almost two years ago, Brian Houston resigned as the global senior pastor of the whole Hillsong Megachurch Network, partially because of charges brought against him in Australia that he covered up his father's sexual abuse of other people. He was found innocent of that, by the way. He was found innocent. But here in America, women charged him with sexual abuse He was caught doing some really unsavory things in a hotel with someone other than his wife, and and he resigned, and he should have. And now, quote, Brian Houston is getting ready to make a comeback with a new online ministry and church in 2024. Houston, 69, announced in a recent post on the social media platform X, formerly known as Twitter, that he and his wife, Bobby, are gearing up to launch a new ministry. Quote, Bobby and I are starting a week-long online ministry and church in 2024. I'm excited about building this new community. If he's going to become active online, fine. Joy and I do things online, and in the new year, we are planning on doing a whole lot more things online. But we're not establishing a church. Our little ministry, Cross Power Ministries, exists to help, support, encourage, minister to local churches. I am on WRFD. One of the main reasons why I am still here is because we understand here at WRFD Radio, we are not the local church. We're not in competition with the local church. We're not trying to take the place of the local church. We are here to minister to and encourage local churches. That's why we have pastors' events because we want to encourage local churches in our community. We want to encourage pastors of local churches in our community. Why start an online church? 
Well, why not? You don't have to stand around on Sunday morning and listen to the complaints. Oh, it used to drive me nuts. Had this one judge, uh, a fairly well-known judge in the community, attended our church for quite some time. If I ended the morning service, and I mean ended, uh, the invitation, the closing prayer, etc. If I was done, finished, over, final amen, before noon, he would go out the door, Pastor, that was a great service. Great message. Great. If I was two minutes after noon, he went out the door, Huh, I can't understand why you can't get the time right. I can't understand why you have to go on and on and on forever. I'm I'm not making this up. Oh, people complain it was too warm, it was too cold, I don't like the color of the carpet, the music was too fast, the music was too slow, I couldn't hear the music, the music was too loud. Oh, my goodness. Now, I'm not complaining. I loved all 25 years that I was senior pastor. I did. But I could have done without the complaints. Well, when you got an online church only, you don't have to put up with all that stuff. And I think most importantly for these guys, you don't have to be accountable to anybody. Now, people are sitting in their house 500 miles away, 2,000 miles away, and they're listening. And when you're done, you're done. They don't know you. They don't see you. They won't come in contact with you. They don't know what kind of life you're living. There's no accountability. But I just see this trend. You get in trouble, you resign, and then you make a comeback with an online church. Now, again, if you want an online ministry, fine. Don't call it a church. It's not a church. It may be a ministry. It is not a New Testament church. So don't call it one. Okay, I feel better now. I've got that off my chest. All right, my number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Maybe you disagree with that. If so, give me a call. Let's talk. 877-BOB-LIVE. But there's the number for hope for the world. Today, I believe, is the last day that I'm going to be telling you. 877-815-4389. Rescuing teenagers in Albania. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Can I give you a little quote in this uh, Christmas season? A pastor friend uh, posted this on a, on a pastor's site, and uh, we, don't know, we don't know the author, but listen to this. He who is the bread of life began his ministry hungering. He who is the water of life ended his ministry thirsty. Christ hungered as man, yet fed the multitudes 
as God. He is weary, yet he is our rest. He prayed, yet he hears prayers. He was sold for 30 pieces of silver, yet he redeems sinners. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, yet he is the good shepherd. He died, and by dying, destroyed death. Isn't that good? I I just, I thought that was so very good. Uh, by the way, in the next hour, um, I'm going to be sharing a little bit of a uh, Christmas message with you. I realize it's only December 11th, but uh, I've got an unusual Christmas message to share with you, uh, at least in part of the next hour. A text from Scripture that I have never seen used as a Christmas message, but I think it's a Christmas text, and I'll uh, I'll share that with you uh, in the next hour. Ah, uh, my goodness, our president. You all know the Amtrak story, right, that the president tells? All the way back in 2015, it was, well, no, let me back up. In 2021, this story about Joe Biden when he was vice president on an Amtrak train was considered false by CNN back in 2021. Other news organizations looked into the story that Joe Biden has told repeatedly, and all of them have said it didn't happen. It couldn't have happened. It was impossible that it happened the way Joe Biden said that it happened. So, CNN declared it false in 2021. The uh, story supposedly occurred in September of 2015 upon the retirement of a guy from Amtrak, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was false. It was not true. Get this. Since it was determined to be false back in 2021, Joe Biden has told the same story 13 additional times. After it was publicly disclosed as false. Now, does anybody want me to believe that there is no staff member that has come to President Biden and said, uh, President Biden, you shouldn't tell that story anymore. It has been debunked. It's not true. It's false. All of the news media are in agreement. It could not have happened the way you said that it happened. And yet, this last Friday, he told the story for the 13th time since it was debunked. 13 times. Well, how's he doing in the polls? Well, President Joe Biden is the least popular president in modern U.S. history. He is receiving the lowest poll ratings of any president 
in modern history. You mean lower than Donald Trump? Oh, yeah. Right now, he is sitting at 37.7% approval, 55.6% disapproval. Now, here are the lowest poll numbers of the previous 11 presidents. Now, remember, Joe Biden is now at 37.7% approval. Donald Trump's lowest, 417 And these are the lowest approval numbers during the entire presidency of these presidents. Donald Trump, 41.7. Remember Joe Biden, 37.7. Barack Obama, 44.8. George W. Bush, 51.5. Bill Clinton, 52.0. H.W. Bush, 52.8. Ronald Reagan, 51.8. Jimmy Carter, 44.9. Richard Nixon, 50.7. He had to resign in disgrace. His lowest poll number, 50.7. Lyndon Johnson, 44.9. Dwight Eisenhower, 77.6. Harry Truman, 50.6. Yeah. So the lowest of the past 11 presidents was Donald Trump. And his lowest approval rating was 41.7. Joe Biden is at 37.7. He is uh, what they call 18 points underwater. Um, Let me repeat what I have said repeatedly. That's redundant, isn't it? Joe Biden is not going to be the Democrat nominee. Lowest poll numbers in recent American history? Can the Democrats be that dumb? I don't think so. Uh, Who will it be? Well, I'm still thinking Michelle. Don't know. I don't know. But it is not going to be... Joe Biden. All right, folks, quick break, and we will return. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 